For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Back on the Northland Sports page, one hour in the books, a little less than an hour to go. We went a little long, but for good reason. Some great segments with CJ Ham and Rachel Hagan. Both of them can be called Simply the Best. Asking our next guest, Dave Hoops. Again, Simply the Best. It's just called The Best. Yeah. And that's part of our continuing tribute to now the late, great Tina Turner. Yeah, it's, uh, it's again, Brian, and we were talking about it earlier. You know, there's artists that are unbelievable, right? And then they kind of, you kind of lose track of them. And then you hear that they passed and you're like, wow, I can't believe that Tina Turner passed. And, and uh, yeah, we're giving her the right send off. But also pre-game here, we were trying to find songs that we knew. There are so many ju- more. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That weren't, that weren't available to the us. The amount today. that we're using is great. The amount that we could have used is far more vast than we realized. Probably double what we, were, what we had our hands on. And we go to another one of the best, one of the best voices to be on our show every week. And quite frankly, the best beer for me in town is Hoops Brewing. And the man, the myth, the legend is Dave Hoops. Good morning, sir. Uh, good morning, guys. Uh, tremendous uh, two previous segments. Really interesting and fun to listen to. Yeah, absolutely like tremendous one, presence apparently. from both of them. C.J. Ham, such a well-spoken individual, and his career path has been exciting to follow. And quite frankly, you could put all of those descriptive terms on Rachel Hagen as well, and that career is just getting started. So I think it's going to be very oh, yeah. interesting. So it's been a joy to talk to both of them. It's always a joy to talk to you. First thing we were talking about during the commercial break is I said, Dave, the weather is nicer. The outdoor seating area at Hoops is one of my favorites. You're ready to at least do a soft opening with the new version of that. Yeah, that'll be. It's uh, ready to go today. And last year we opened up for Memorial Day weekend, which is never a good weekend because nobody's in town except the three of us, apparently. But, <laughs> right, um, only for a bit, Dave. And, only uh, for a bit. Oh, I know where you're going. Yeah, <laughs> but anyway, we um, we realized that you know when it rained, uh, nobody went out there, and so the tent was not necessarily the the kind of the solving of the problem. So we made it. We made it really compact, really neat. We added a bar. We've got a bunch of umbrellas. If it's sunny, it's open. If it's not, it's not. And uh, we're really, really excited and pleased about it. And, um, yeah, we'll have NA. We'll have regular beer. We'll have some pretzels and, and munchies. Occasionally, we'll have a pop-up for food, um, music, sun, Irving, you know, all, everything you need. It does sound great. And you're a bit of a hot spot for grad parties. I'm going to a couple there today, and you don't always think of – high school graduates and a brewery, at least, at least you shouldn't, but you guys have done such a good job of being a place where people of all ages can go. Not surprising that you're becoming a bit of a grad party hotspot as well. Right. And you know what? We, yes, we're a brewery, but we consider ourselves a community event center. No question. And we're very, yeah, super family friendly, little kids welcome. And we're, we're really good at, at giving good grad parties to the people that decide to go there. And so far it's been, uh, both parties are excited today. Charlie, of course, is a close family friend. So right. I'm excited for that. Yeah. A couple of tremendous athletes that Dave Cook, you and I have talked about before having their grab parties at Hoop today. Charlie Sutherland, going to be a gopher pitcher yep. out of Duluth East, and Michael Costellic, who we've covered. I've covered on the court, and we both covered on the gridiron. They're doing a little co-op grad party day. A couple of Hounds athletes going to hoops today. Yeah, you kind of had an interesting experience with Costellic here the other day, too. 
Yeah, he's he's been a good kid just just from beginning to end, and I'll, I'll leave it at that. Michael and I will forever be bonded in a, in a good way, and I'm I'm looking forward to to kind of sending him off today. But just like talking to Rachel, some of these kids, you know, we're announcers, Dave, but they become ingrained in your heart and in your right. head, and right. it's hard to say goodbye sometimes. It, it really is. That's probably the hardest thing about what we do because both in high school and college we have kids for for four years or eight years, and I've been fortunate enough with a COVID thing to have some kids for longer than that. Um, Jordan Freilich, for instance, I, right. I was with him until he was like 25, started started at 16. I saw him for a long, long time, and those kind of relationships are timeless. They're what it's all about. Dave Cook and I could talk about announcing forever, but Dave, oops, something that Dave Cook and I were chatting about on the car ride here today is we said, now which playoffs are really holding your interest the most? Because Minnesota's been long gone in the NHL and NBA playoffs. Now, I know for you that's not a question. It's NHL first and foremost. But I continue to ask if these are still interesting to people because Florida's just running roughshod over everybody. They're already in the Stanley Cup Finals. Dallas, thanks to Mr. Pavelski, at least made today necessary, but a lot of us think that's going to be it. Are you up for what you think will be an intriguing Stanley Cup Finals, whoever represents the West? Or is this going to be, well, you know, games have been close. Overtimes have been a hobby. But in terms of series going deep, it's been rare. 100%. And you have to, you know, obviously Carolina fought hard and one bounce here or there, it changes, but that's hockey, right? Kachuk, I, you can't say enough. And um, yes, my attention is really, I'm very interested in the one team, one city winning both the cup and the uh, the uh, uh, O'Brien trophy. It's never happened before, right. ever. It's, it's and, never going to uh, happen that, this year either, just telling you right now, but go ahead. Well, yeah. But, you know, let's see. And, um, you know, I don't like anything about Dallas. I wish they would suspend Ben longer, but that was beautiful. But, um, you know, if Pavs is going to get there, then maybe they get a cup. Otherwise, I, you know, I think Florida's a really good team, and it's great hockey. So I don't have any problem with that. I, I watch the Twins religiously, although that's been somewhat painful. But, you know, that's okay. It, it's early. And so, yes, I'm still very engaged. And how can I not be? And I loved your conversation in the beginning, too. That was really Dave pulling Cuba out. That was just priceless. Right. Well done, Dave. We're, we're putting franchises yeah. in Havana and Honolulu. We're going, we're going as far away from the mainstream as we possibly can. Without London. Otherwise, I wasn't very inventive, Dave Hoops, because I had too much love for franchises that used to be. I brought up Hartford. I brought up Quebec. I want the NBA back in Seattle. The Expos, to me, when they left, were finally getting good. Now, was the community going to support said good? We don't know, but... For me, I guess I'm an old soul in the sense that the teams that used to be need to be again. Well, and the Honolulu thing was, that was beauty too. But yeah, you're right. That was just going to be a fun vacation for you and I to take in a game. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. The whale needs to come back. But really, Portland deserves an NHL team. The the Winterhawks there are, the people are obsessed. And yes, Seattle deserves an NBA team. There's no doubt about that. You know, um, you guys, it was it was a good segment, so I just wanted to weigh in on that. Well, that disproves Dave Cook's theory that he mumbled to me, because when you first started, you said great segments with Rachel and CJ, and Dave mumbled to me, well, I guess he didn't like our first didn't one. Like our first well, we stand corrected, you definitely did. I want to go back to something you mentioned, though, with, with the Ben situation. There have been nasty hits in hockey previously. Marty McSorley obviously comes to mind. But the Ben situation from the other day, was that maybe the worst or at least one of the worst you've ever seen. It just, that didn't look anything like a hockey play to me. There's no, well, that was inadvertent, you know, and Jamie Ben's comments to the media eventually, 
were worse than I think the actual situation was made to be as well. Well, you know, you're always going to have these uh, a-holes like Bertuzzi that <laughs> want to hurt people. And, um, you know, I mean, but Petra Angelo needed to be suspended longer yes. than he was. Yep. Um, you know, that, that kind of stuff goes on in hockey. It's just not always seen in such a prism. Um, you know, Ben's obnoxious and, and he is what he is. It wasn't the worst hit I've seen. No, I mean, back to Bertuzzi. But um, I'm glad they suspended him a decent amount of time. It should cost his team their run because he is a really good player. But um, the league needs to get it together. Um, but on the other hand, you're always going to have plays like this in hockey. It's part of the game, I guess. And there's always going to be those guys. Maybe less so now, though, I hope. That's what I love about Dave Hoops. He can answer any and all questions. And the good news is Dave Cook will give him just about any and all questions. It's time for one of our favorite parts of the hoop segment. Dave Cook's game changer type questions. What do you got, got today? Three. All right. We're good with three. three today. All right. All right. All right. So let's we're going to start with the sports one. Right. And Brian and I had this conversation over the week, Dave, and I wanted to wrangle you in this. So the Twins have had a little bit of injury problems. They've had a little bit of performance problems and all those things. If if you had the opportunity to bring one twin from any point in the past in their prime, so their best year, into this team right now, knowing what where they're at, what their needs are, all those things, who's the guy in his prime that you'd bring back for this one team? Well, that's a great question. You know, everybody's going to say Kirby. Uh, I'm not because, you know, that's I love him and all, but we need hitting. We need on base. We need Rod Carew today, and that's what I I pick him. I think Rod Carew is the right choice because then I said this to you via text. It looks like the Luis Arise trade didn't happen, but it did because Pablo Lopez is still here. Yeah. And then you've got you know Rodney playing second base, and with all due respect to Polanco and Julian, prime Rod Carew is worlds better. Kirby is probably a second choice because with Byron Buxton not playing center and him DHing and Kirby Puckett in his prime. Robing in center, how is that not awesome? Gary Gaetti would get Gaietti a look for me one of them. because yep. there's nobody at the hot corner right now that's been worth a lick. Kyle Farmer's had flashes, but we've got in Kyle Farmer what we had in Pedro Munoz just in the infield. Yep. Play him 10 games and he's going to do X amount of things. Play him 50 games and he's going to do the same X amount of things, and, and that's becoming an issue. I also said, and this is my off-the-beaten-path one, I had a vote for Juan Berenguer. I yep. went with Senior oh. Smoke because – this team, this team has a fabulous closer. This team has borderline fabulous starting pitching. The bridge to get from one to the other has not been very pretty. I like Jorge Lopez. I used to like Griffin Jacks. Now I just kind of wince and hold my breath. Emilio Pagan is great as long as we're already behind. In a clutch situation, he's awful. So, Berenguer would be my bridge guy. No, I, I like those two. You know, it, it is crew. It could be Killebrew because he played third for a while. I was going to say, if you can deal um, with him bumbling at third, right. obviously his power is undeniable. Right, but what about Chuck Knobloch's rookie year? Like, his rookie year was off the charts. Now, granted, Crew's a Hall of Famer and a top echelon Hall of Famer, right. and Knobloch's well, and, not. And Chuck, his, with the way the game is now, with the running game coming back, you yeah, know, that and, kind of thing. Yeah, and they could use a little, little bit of ornery in this team, and, and he would certainly provide that. So... All right, so that's question By the one. way, real quick, that is a great question to pose for all four major men's franchises. We played this via text this week with the Wolves, Vikings, and somewhat wild as well. We may have opening topics coming out of that. Go ahead. That'll be fun. All right, so I'm going to talk now about life for a second. So I got a phone call this week uh, from Dana, and she said, 
you know, and she's in, she's not in town, so I can tell the story. She says, you're, you're not going to want to drive the one car. I said, why is that? She goes, well, I might have lost the headrest. And um, then later I get a phone call saying, hold on. Radio's hold- not a visual medium, but I have a very perplexed look on my face. How do right. you lose the oh, headrest? It gets weirder. Uh, I get a phone call later saying, so you remember the headrests? I said, yeah. She goes, I just lost the Roomba. I have no idea where the Roomba is. So, gentlemen, um, what's the weirdest thing you guys have ever misplaced or lost? Oh, she lost the headrest, guys. She said, I can't drive because there's no headrest behind the driver's seat. Wow. Well, headrest. these aren't. Yeah, that's a that's a really good one. Um, you know. Ben Hoops misplaced his hockey bag yes. during um, playoffs. Dave, that, Dave I don't, Cook don't and want I to say that out loud. Dave Cook and I were yeah. on site in the Heritage when that happened. We have never said that out loud specifically for that. So thank He's you. He's not in the country. He can't hear it. There so you let's go. just leave that alone. Yeah. Um, but I on the same day I lost my Ray-Ban sunglasses, which this is not a weird thing to lose, but you know, they're my sunglasses. And I lost my special uh, flashlight that I take every I lost them both on the same day. And, and I don't lose stuff all that much. I shouldn't say that out loud. But, you know, I was a bit aggravated, uh, you could say. That's an understatement. And I'm, I'm tearing everything apart. I'm talking to Laura. I'm asking the kids. I'm texting work. You know, I'm manic. Okay, fine. About three hours later, I keep a spare pair of shoes in, in my back seat where Kai lives. In my pair of shoes, there was a pair of sunglasses. Ah, okay, that's great. I was like, yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's my answer. So I'm in a similar situation where I don't think I lost anything weird. I can tell you weird situations where I lost something for the time being or thought I did. Number one would be last night. Uh, I was fumbling around between we had dinner from Tavern and we were eating in the living room watching a show, you know, wrangling up the dogs, trying to keep them out of said dinner. And we use one of my PlayStation controllers to use our Netflix, Hulu, what have you. We were watching a show on Hulu. As I'm trying to wrangle everything up, my wife asked me to turn up the volume on the TV. And I said, I will. I can't find the remote. She said, it's in your hand. And it absolutely was. Um, the other couple things that I've lost, it's not weird that I lost them. One of them might be, but it's how. So earlier this year, going to St. Scholastica to announce a basketball game, to do public address for the men one night. Unfortunately, with Uber, you don't always get to see who's picking you up to go somewhere yep. until they're en route. And because you don't want to wait forever, I'm not oh, going to get into I'm not going to get into Tim Wall's Uber bill this week. But because you don't want to wait forever, you take whatever's coming to you. Well, there was a rather giant pickup truck on its way to pick me up, and that's not good for me physically. So I basically had to go Mary Lou Retton and gymnast my way into said truck, which I did, and I was very proud of, until I realized that my cell phone mid-somersault or cartwheel or what have you, had fallen out of my pocket into the little passenger side below the window area of the door. I never saw it again that night and got it back the next morning. I feel absolutely naked without my cell phone, not to mention that I Uber places through an app on my phone. How do you get home when you don't have your phone to to call another Uber? Thankfully, the people at St. Scholastica were very understanding of that, and obviously I've gotten my phone back. The other weirdest thing that I've lost and maybe the way this starts with, I was at a bar, and that might be like, well, that was why. Sometimes I'll put my canes somewhere no and, and walk around without <laughs> them. And then we go to leave, and I want my canes more when I'm outdoors. So I go to leave, and I go to grab my canes so I can be on my way. I'm like, where, where did I stand them up? 
they were across the bar on the other side, and it's like, how many hours ago did I put those over there? So, <laughs> so that's happened to me before. Okay, well. that's pretty funny. Right. All right, Dave, the final question in this has a hat tip to both your brewery and uh, Ben Paddle. How, how does a brewery, how does a brewer maybe even more important, uh, allow to continue or, or continues to be great and innovated uh, in order to stay relevant for over a decade? Well, I can tell you, uh, let's talk about Ben Paddle because they had a beautiful celebration last week and it was nice out. So right. I was very happy for them. And the way they stay relevant is high quality and very innovative. And certainly they're trend followers and they do a beautiful job. I stay relevant by the whole get out of my yard situation where I'm brewing exactly like my forefathers brewed and I just keep my head down doing it. And certain people like that style and certain people like the new style and they both tend to be working for us, I, I hope. And that's kind of how I feel. It, it makes me kind of, um, I get ridiculed a lot for that whole get out of my yard. But yeah, it's working for me. And I, 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 I like doing what I'm good at. And the Ben Paddle guys, are, they're brilliant. They're, they're very, very good at what they do, too. So two different ways to get to the same place. I'm going to let Dave Cook go ahead because you were lip-syncing too many things to me. So I think you want to answer your own question. Yeah, I think um, – and, and I don't know enough about, you know, brewers themselves. I know Dave, right? Right. Um, but I think one of the ways that I, I see other people relate to staying relative is beyond the beer. Yeah. Right? So we – Dave does it with different events in the evening. So people are drawn to his place. And, and like this weekend, they're drawn to the place for other reasons. And then the beer becomes relative. Do you know what I mean? I agree with that because when I got these grad party invitations, I'm proud of those kids and I was going to go no matter what. It was a huge bonus when I read that, hey, you know, May 27th, one in the afternoon, we're going to have a grad party at Hoops Brewing. Dave, you know this. There's there's absolutely no reason that I, I won't go to your brewery. I'm always looking for reasons to go, and there are a lot of them. Again, Mondays, trivia. Tuesdays, cribbage. Wednesdays, ping pong. Thursday, vinyl. I also want to touch on this before we let you go. It'll be June next week. And, of course, June is a big month just in this town, but for hoops too because middle of the month, middle to late month, if you will, the marathon. Later on in the month, I think the following weekend, hoopla. That's always fun. Yeah, and I really want to give a quick shout out to the people at St. Luke's. I had to have surgery last week laparoscopically, and and I'm bringing that up because Stelmacher, he's a you know a hockey guy, and they right. basically patched me up in time for the marathon, which I'm I'm training for, which is exciting, and that is kind of the start of summer for all of us down there. And then you segued right into the our sixth anniversary parties on the 24th, hoopla. So um, I've got this really optimistic, hopeful, I'm praying for view that this is going to be like 2019 this summer, like it used to be. So let's, let's, let's pull for that, guys. Everybody, I got an article this week in the DNT. You can read it. It's all about people getting back out and doing fun stuff. So let's see what happens. Hopefully. I am absolutely looking forward to summer. Whenever we want to declare it started, a lot of people sometimes declare this weekend when they're getting the cabin ready, Memorial Day weekend. And finally, it doesn't look like it'll be necessarily a wet one in Duluth. Dave Cook, I don't think it's necessarily ironic that Hoops is turning six in June. We turn six in November. We've kind of been paralleled with them, and it's been a pleasure to be that way. 100%, 100%. Dave, congratulations on six years, my friend. Oh, thanks, guys. And thanks for having me on the show. I don't even know why you keep me. I'm really honored. Yeah, we do. Every segment is tremendous. That's why we keep you. Another good one today. I hope to see you later today. But if I don't, let's for sure talk again next Saturday. Always a pleasure, my friend.
Yeah, for sure. You guys have a good rest of the well, the weekend. Have a good day. Travel safe, huh? Thank you. All right, that's our guy, Dave Hoops of Hoops Brewing. I'll be there later this afternoon. Come on by, say hi. There's always good beer available, too. When we come back, we talk about homes with Justin May. We're always at home with him. We play buy or sell. Stick around on the Northland Sports page. We'll be For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus. You can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Right back. Back on the Northland Sports page, our tribute to the late great Tina Turner continues. It's been years since I've listened to that song all the way through. That one's called Typical Male. I don't know if any of the three of us will qualify as that. Brian Prudhomme, <laughs> Dave Cook, and Justin Mays on the phone with us. Justin May, our realtor at Messina and Associates, I would not call you a typical male. How you doing, my friend? I'm doing good. Beautiful day. Finally, a nice weekend. Three good days in a row here. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I was absolutely shocked looking at the forecast, depending upon how much trust you can put in those. Duluth has been notorious for Memorial Day weekend. is usually nothing but a super soaker. This one doesn't look like that at all. It looks gorgeous. Yeah, I think it's going to be a great weekend. I don't think there's any rain in the forecast at all, is there? Knock on wood, there is not. At least that's what it still says. We'll see. Again, the trust factor is a big factor. I want to talk to you about that, though. We always talk about the weather is nicer, the housing market gets nicer. But what is this weekend like? Because for me, I always look at it as, is this the start of summer for some people? Because folks that have cabins are getting them ready. So are they really focusing on that new home when they're really just kind of dabbing in their second home? Yeah, you'd be surprised. I've already got three emails this morning from other agents that are out of town at their own cabin saying, Hey, I got somebody that that saw something come up today. Can anybody go help show a couple houses this weekend? So you got a little bit of both. I'm actually up uh, at the cabin trying to get the docks in as well as we speak. So um, a little bit of both. Hopefully some phone calls come in, though, right? Absolutely. That's what you're here for. You're our realtor at Messina & Associates. You can catch Justin May anytime at 218-310-9559. And that website, I believe I've heard it enough, is mzr.com. You can find all your listings. How did I do it as your PR guy, Justin May? Was that all right? Hey, you're doing really good. I'll just keep bringing you uh, more people to advertise with you, and you just keep plugging me every chance you get. That is 100% a fair trade. I will hop on board that train anytime. So, uh, Justin, I have a question for you. So, last week, and I just showed Brian the picture, and he doesn't know what I showed him. So last week we did a little investigating behind a wall and we came up on one of the support posts in our basement and it must have been cut short because our support post for the entire house was actually sitting on top of four pieces of particle board. Uh, and so so we were about six inches short on on that post supporting the house. So we were surprised and we had, we had that addressed. What's the most surprising thing you've seen in a house that either you're selling or that one of your clients is, is buying? Not like currently, but over time. Um, I, don't, I don't really have any of those yet. Um, I guess one of the things I thought was pretty unique was with um, some of the Jackson homes and the, the military house, housing in Aspenwood, um, the, the old chimney chutes for the old furnaces were actually built out of concrete tubes that were six feet long and they just stacked them on top of each other and then bolted them together with steel. I thought that was kind of crazy for back in the day, but I guarantee the Army Corps engineers must have built those back when that was still a military base. So 
uh, over overdone by far. So, Justin, may I want to talk a little bit about last week as well? Not so much in the housing world, but again with nice weather. Now, last weekend was okay, and we gave you a little bit of the business per se on the radio because you weren't available last weekend, but you told us in advance that you wouldn't be. You were in a golf tournament. How did that go, and how much are you loving this weather improving because your golf game gets to hopefully improve right along with it? Yeah, we had a great weekend. It was a lot of fun. Um, about 120 golfers played in a, in a tournament together, but the weather was so unpredictable. You know, it was beautiful all day Saturday, and then Sunday we still had to play another 18 holes, and we got out there, and they said at noon the, the weather was going to change, so everybody brought long, you know, long gear. And at about 10.30, we were going from 9 to, to 10, and somebody said, look out at the lake. And three minutes later, the temperature dropped almost 25 degrees, and the wind started howling, and it turned into being pretty nasty out there. Yeah, I did that a couple times this week. I know my wife was coming home from teaching and said, wow, it's about 80 degrees. And I watched the first few innings of the Twins game and then went for a walk on my own. And I don't think it was 50 degrees. And I don't know if it's because the Twins offense has been that cold or our lovely lake did that. But it's been uh, four seasons in one day a little bit the last week or so. This is the first week that you and I have chatted where I don't want to talk about the Twins at all. Just forget it. Like, we got to move on. They have to get better. I am so frustrated with them right now. Yeah, I, I completely agree. That is a first-place team. It is over 500, barely. And, again, they probably have enough talent to win the division or too much talent not to win that division. But when you think about where they are versus where they could be in distance and record, frustration is what it is. It is. They they are a middling team in a right. bad division. Right. They are sixth or seventh best in that league, and that happens to be good enough to be first in that division. Yep. Thank you, AL Central. Real quick, Justin May, before we play buy or sell, I want to talk about a sport that is near and dear to your family, and that's volleyball. And I want to talk about it because I got an email this week because my niece is on the Gopher dance team, so I get a lot of Gopher athletic-related emails. I delete the hockey ones in about point two. Come on. The rest of them I read. <laughs> and one this week said, if you'd like to get on the Gopher volleyball season ticket waiting list, click here. And I love the fact that Gopher volleyball has a waiting list for season tickets. Now, Bulldog volleyball has been that good we might not be far away from having the same thing, correct? We wish. Um, we're, our Bulldog alumni and Bulldog volleyball supporters are um, very, very truant. They, they come to every single match. There's about eight, 900 strong, but I think Romano will hold, you would know better than I do, probably 3,000, Brian. I think that's so about we right. we got room. We won't, we won't have a waiting list for season tickets um, at, up at uh, Romano Gym. I agree with you, but if Coach Booz keeps that program in the winning direction it's going, I think the passion is going to follow, and it's building and building. That was that was more my point. I love the volleyball and Minnesota together, whether it's U of M or UMD, and we've already talked about how good UMD's conference is. Volleyball in this area is pretty hard to beat. Yeah, in the whole five-state area, it's the best there is, and when Kristen goes out recruiting, it's it's not uncommon for her to run into – Coaches from USC, UCLA, Harvard. I mean, everybody comes to the tournaments that are in Minneapolis for the Junior Olympics because it's that good of volleyball in this area. No questions. Everybody's buying in for volleyball. Time to play buy or sell and how it works with our realtor at Messina and Associates, Mr. Justin May, as we go like this. I will give a statement for each of the four major men's pro sports leagues, MLB, NBA, NFL, NHL. If you agree with my statement, you say buy and you tell me why. If you disagree with my statement, you say sell, and you tell me why. Justin May, your primary responsibilities are the order in which we play, 
And then, of course, your dynamite opinions on said statement. What would we like to do first today? Well, since it's a holiday weekend, I'm going to throw you a left-handed pitch here. Let's go with the NFL first. All right. I was completely waiting for the NBA to kick off because it always does. But instead, you're going with the sport that literally kicks off, at least kind of. We talked about the new kickoff rule with C.J. Ham. I thought about going there with buy or sell, but I'm kind of already tired of talking about it. C.J. Ham put it best when he said, we just got to let it play out and see what it does because there's opinions abound. But I want your opinion on this. News this week came that Green Bay has been selected for a NFL draft site in the not-so-distant future. Buy or sell that that's a great idea? I think it's a horrible idea, Brian. I'm selling so that. That'd be because- a sell. Holy cow. Please elaborate. Well, it's just the amenities that Green Bay can't handle. I think that kind of crowd with the hotels and the restaurants and the everything else. I mean, look at the cities that it usually goes to, and I think it's a $50 million weekend. How is Green Bay going to be able to handle that and the surrounding communities around Green Bay? I mean, I, I guess I don't know, but it just seems like it's going to overload the, the mechanicals of that town. I agree. I knew he'd get mechanicals in there. Go ahead. Percent with with Justin on this. It's it's a gigantic spectacle in a town that doesn't do gigantic spectacles. Like the reason that Green Bay is a fun place to be is it's quaint. So we're bringing in the biggest show on the road to a quaint place. I, I don't know. It doesn't make sense. Should have stayed in Radio City Hall or Music Hall the whole time. So I'm not a fan of it traveling. I'm really not a fan of it traveling to Green Bay. Right. So I'm going to sell as well, but mine is a little bit more simplistic because as much as Justin May brings up mechanicals on every segment we do here, what's the one topic I bring up with him all the time? Yeah, the other stuff. The weather. Yeah. So if you look at what mid to late April was like here this year, oh my now gosh, I'm not saying Green Bay has the exact same climate, but what if we're staring at a draft day where there's still two feet of snow on the ground or the temperature's in the 30s? If you look at these drafts that have moved now, yes, there are indoor facilities, I get it. But the party atmosphere has been because of the outdoor venue. Yep. Green Bay is not going to have that. It's a good idea because it's football Americana, but I don't think it was thought all the way through. So I'm selling it for now. We can do the draft in the American in uh, in uh, right. Fox River. It's, it's in Green Bay, but yep. Appleton's fired up about exactly. it. All right, so the NFL is by the boards. Curveball from Justin May, left-handed as he said. What's next? NBA. All right. The NBA and the NHL ones, just to warn you, are going to be very similar in take. The Denver Nuggets are already in the NBA Finals. Their opponent awaits. Could be Miami, could be Boston. Buy or sell that regardless, the Denver Nuggets are your NBA champions. I'll buy it just because the other two teams are going to beat each other up and the Nuggets are going to be sitting there fresh and ready to go and they've pretty much just ran through everybody else they've played anyway. I'm going to sell, Brian. I think, but here's a reason. I think if Miami goes, I think Denver wallops Miami. Um, But if Boston comes all the way back from 3-1 because they called a timely timeout and went nuts after that, I I don't like Denver's chance against a buzzsaw. Like, if, if Boston wins this, they're not going to. I don't think they can be considered beat up. I think they will be on a hellacious tear. And I don't want to see that if I'm Denver. I kind of agree with Justin. I definitely see Dave's point, and I'm the biggest Celtics fan, at least of the three of us, that you're going to find. And if Boston can come back and top Miami, I'm going to be rooting for them pretty hard against Denver. But I do think that Boston will be somewhat exhausted from what it took to do a historical comeback because don't forget if they do complete it and beat Miami in seven, they'll be the first NBA team to ever do that. 
Now, mind you, it's just kind of a Boston thing to do between the Patriots coming back from 28-3 and the Red Sox doing this to the Yankees all those years ago. So don't put it past Boston. I could see it. But I don't know if they'll have enough left in the tank to top Denver. And the other angle is every series minus Minnesota, everybody said, well, Denver can't take this team. Durant and Phoenix were supposed to beat them. LeBron, AD, and the Lakers were supposed to beat them. Denver's running over people. They'll just finish what they started. All right, so that is the NBA. Justin May, what's next? Let's go to the NHL. All right, the theme continues. Very, very similar topic. The Florida Panthers are already in the Stanley Cup Finals. Their opponent awaits. Could be Vegas as soon as tonight. Buy or sell that regardless. The Florida Panthers will hoist the Stanley Cup. The Florida Panthers will hoist the Stanley Cup. Um, I haven't got to watch as much as I'd like to. But everything that I'm hearing from the talking heads and the national media and everything is that the goaltender is unstoppable right now and Kachuk is, is this good. Right. And he's just putting the team on his shoulders. I, I, don't, I don't know. I probably couldn't tell you another person on the team, but I know that they are gelled. And everything about their supplemental parts is what, the, what people are talking about, is everybody's doing their job. And when everybody does their job, it's a train. And it's just going to keep rolling. I, I guess I kind of agree with Justin on this. Um, Vegas would scare me if I'm if I'm Florida. Vegas is better than Florida, but there have been a lot of teams better than Florida that haven't mattered that are done thanks to Florida. But at some point, I think you know we're going to talk about Chuck in in ten years, and we'll be talking about a Hall of Fame case, and this last month will be the thing we start with. So he is playing the Kirby Puckett, get on my back, let's go win this thing, roll pretty well. And so that would frighten me, but Vegas just Vegas just seems like a team that's pretty dangerous right now. Yeah, I don't have a ton to add to that because I kind of already said my piece that I believe Vegas is better roster-wise than Florida. But again, stop me when Florida hasn't eliminated somebody that looks better than they are. They did it with the Bruins, they did it with the Canes, etc. Here we are, it's just Florida's rolling and Maybe they can't be stopped, like Justin said. So I'm going to buy that Florida hoists the Stanley Cup with my heart more than my head. If I really analyzed it, I think Vegas will win it. My heart wants Florida to win it because as soon as the Wild were out, I looked at the rest of the West and I gave my high school take. Oh, please let East win. Has kind of been my NHL theme for the entirety of this playoffs post the Wild birth. The other thing that I want to say real quick that's comical about the Florida Panthers is they've put the cameras on. Florida Panther alums, if you will, when they had Yarmir Yager on the screen the other night and said Florida Panthers legend, how much laughter did we all fight back? Right. I don't think Yarmir Yager and think Florida. That's that guy. Not not a chance. Right. No, that's Anything funny. outside of Pittsburgh, I go okay. That's when uh, when the Wild do that with Ryan O'Reilly. It'll right. Be the same. Thing. He, he was great, wasn't he? Yeah. That hour. All right, Justin May. So Major League Baseball is last. So last week I mentioned to Dave Cook because we had Joe Vavra on the show. Do the Minnesota Twins, you know, buy or sell that they need to worry about the Detroit Tigers maybe more than anybody else? Detroit's still in second, Cleveland in third, but that team lurking in fourth all of a sudden isn't terrible anymore. Buy or sell that the Minnesota Twins need to be worried about the Chicago White Sox? I'll sell that unless they've been working on their infielding a lot lately and they're, and that's getting better. But the, the few times I've watched the Chicago White Sox this year, their infielders are just god-awful at defense. So I will uh, sell that you have to worry about them. I think the Twins, what they have to worry about is themselves. they yep. got to figure out what's going on in their in their own heads. 
as much as I talk about that with the NBA players, I think we got the same problem in our locker room with the Twins this year. 4,000%. Dave Cook, normally I let you follow Justin, but because he said basically what I was going to, I'm going to follow him. I sell that the Minnesota Twins need to worry about the Chicago White Sox because I sell that the Minnesota Twins need to worry about anybody other than the Minnesota Twins. It was opening fishing not too long ago. The Minnesota Twins better firmly be in watch-your-own-bobber mode because this team has a lot of issues. Now, health is maybe at the top. You said, well, how are they supposed to be good offensively because they don't have anybody going right now? And I said, okay, who's on their way back that really excites you? Max Kepler's close. So what? Jorge Polanco's close. Has flashes. Nick Gordon, they miss more than you thought. Not because he's an offensive guru, but because it's pretty clear right now that Michael Taylor, Michael A. Taylor, needs a day or two or a week or two because he's just flailing. And there's nobody else they can put out there right now. You wouldn't put Walner out there? No, I wouldn't. Um, I, I think that... Um this this Twins team, ha- you're right about having to watch their own bobber. Could you leave Kirilov alone? Just let him play. Yeah, can we stop platooning him? Um, all right, so the White Sox, you know my stance on the White Sox. I always think they're more talented than they play. So I think 100% they need to watch that team because if that team ever figures it out, and to Justin's point, part of that is figuring out how to field a, a baseball. Um, if they ever figure it out, their talent level is good enough that they can absolutely make a run. I agree oh, with and that. and Liam Hendricks will be back any time, and that will give them a bump. And all of a sudden, Lance Lynn isn't terrible. Kopech's figured out how to pitch. We already knew Dylan Cease could. Giolito reinvents himself. The White Sox on paper always scare you, but yes. Justin, you made a great point. The second they take the field, suddenly they don't anymore. Yep. they got to play defense. They don't know how. So, again, that's Justin May, our realtor at Messina & Associates. We appreciate playing buy or sell with you. We're bumping out with the Tina Turner tribute continuing. This is private dancer. Justin May, I don't know that you'll be anybody's that, but you'll certainly give them all the one-on-one attention they want as a realtor. I did it already, but tell folks how to get a hold of you. I'd rather sell you a home, but if you need to call me to be your private dancer, the phone number is 218-310-9559 or log on to mzr.com 24-7. You can find our houses there. And I'd love to show them to you. Bravo. Don't forget, this show is recorded. I'm keeping That's that as awesome. a hotkey. Every week I'm going to have, I'd love to sell you home, but if you want me to be your private dancer, that one may be played on loop. I love you, Justin May. Have a good rest of your weekend. Have a great weekend, boys. Thank you so much. Thanks. Absolutely. Justin May, our realtor, Messina and Associates. When we come back, we close the show. We draw some lines, courtesy of the OG, Arola Architecture Studio. Mr. Ryan Arola, stick around. We'll be right back. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Back. Little I Don't Want to Fight, our final song from Tina Turner, tribute to the late, great Tina Turner. Music legend lost this week. What a life that she absolutely led. Right. And the music library, we just picked a few. We harped on that earlier. So many we could have picked. This one, again, I don't want to fight. Dave Cook, you and I don't fight during this segment, but we have good debate. Strong lines, courtesy of Roll Architecture Studio. Yeah. Uh, you know, we get back to the Tina Turner really quick. I mean, there's a, there's a uh, movie about this, right? I mean, because Tina Turner really did live from, you know, the segregation to an abusive relationship to superstardom and then, you know, had to reinvent herself because she went from the sidekick on Ike and Tina Turner to 
Tina Turner, the Tina Turner that we that we know. And so we lost a giant, not just not just in music, but in, you know, Americana. No question about that. So for drawing lines, with all due respect to Ryan, because he does a tremendous job with all of his projects, this studio, maybe number one with a bullet for us. We're not necessarily going to draw some some straight or accurate lines. We're just going to kind of scribble because there's a lot of things we want to yep. dabble in before we check out today. Yep. We talked about the weather getting nicer and, and spring sports finally got a break very, very, very late in the year. <laughs> but some teams are really taking off. Hermantown baseball has been good. Marshall baseball has been tremendous. Oh, by the way, Superior softball, they've been perfect. Yeah, that's the one we wanted to yeah. point out. Superior senior softball is undefeated. MRA and company, and it's, you know, it shouldn't even just be MRA and company. That that whole team, unbelievable, and they've proven it time and time again. Yeah, this is one of those that you want to watch their walk to state because are they this good or is our area just not great? Because if they're good, they could make an epic, like, historical run that... 10 years from now, we're going to be talking about some of the best teams in our region ever, and they'll be on the list. Championship game appearance last year. What do they do this year? That is the question. State tennis, individual from Cloquet wins the 7A title on the boys' side. Individual from Duluth East wins the 7AA title on the boys' side, Mr. Dane Patton. So tennis has always been fun for us. We talked to Chad Humphreys about it a lot before. We've talked to Kalen McDonald from Duluth Denfeld about it before. Tennis is one of my favorite sports. I know that's that's maybe my one, my, my niche or niche sport, but... It's fun for the kids. We're going to have to get Wells in here because yeah. not only college success, but uh, the boys are doing okay. I was going to say, proud papa right now yes, as well. 100%. And then we talked with CJ Ham to start the show. Tremendous opening hour with CJ and with Rachel Hagen. Rachel Hagen winning the Ham Family Scholarship. But we talked to CJ about OTAs too. There's always storylines with that. You know, the one the one thing we can touch real fast on is Steve Rude, the the um, general manager at Mars Lakeview Arena, put in a resignation. Right. Um, we are going to miss him something fierce. He's the guy that kept it together during COVID and kept the rink going, and it's going to be a gigantic loss up there. No question. Speaking of gigantic losses, NFL teams are going to have to make decisions, yeah. too. June 1st is this week. June 1st is when rosters could start to look a little different. What does the new kickoff rule do? C.J. Ham kind of shrugged it off. He's going to be safe. Are guys like Kane Wangu going to be safe at all? Yeah. They, can, are they going to have a purpose? Wangu and Rager. I mean, right. those two guys, we we're going to talk, you know, we were thinking about talking about, you know, guys who could be cut from from the Vikings. There's person one and two, you know, and I think D.J. Wanham falls in that because he's really not a Flores guy. So, I mean, these are guys that we've kind of, you know, built the team around for the last few years, maybe not Rager, but, I mean, now we're going to see that kind of turnover, and will it be you know kids? Will it be the two undrafted guys that they like? And and Flores putting his stamp on this. The other thing too that we talked about with this kickoff rule, because you and I got into it on the way here today, and we both kind of shrugged our shoulders and said, "I don't understand the logic," at least from beginning to end, because safety is the emphasis, and I have no problem with that at all. Yep. But how do you do this to the kickoff and do nothing for punts? Right. Because the punt game, as far as we know, is going to look the same, and that's. As much, if not more, injury prone. Yeah, when you see the... We need Leo Lewis again soon. When you see the gigantic hits on TV, those are almost never kickoff returns. Right. Those are always punt returns, and they didn't do anything for punting. But then the other piece is you need to find a solution. We really couldn't find one. What What do you do? Do you let a punter punt, and then is it dead off the first bounce? Or do you let it bounce till it's done bouncing, and that's just where the team has to take over? I mean, you, you've all but eliminated the kick return. Can you do it on a punt return? Or you said, let's play Madden. You go for it on fourth down, and scores will be 75 to 68 every week. Yeah, that. but if you're going to get rid of punt, I mean, you're going to have to be creative, more creative than you and I could be in a short period of time 
in order to uh, fix that specific play. I don't know about that because we were pretty creative over two hours today. It's been fun. It's been fun. This has been a, a unique show. It's been a blast. Absolutely. Thank you to CJ Ham. Thank you to Rachel Hagan. Thank you to Dave Hoops. Thank you to Justin May. Thank you to all our listeners. Thank you to my guy, Dave Cook. Safe travels to Arizona, my friend. Thank you, sir. It was great to be here. And really, Justin May, hat tip, you were great today. I got to love Dave Cook. Even when he travels, he travels after the show. Travel with us to next weekend. We'll see you next Saturday. Have a good weekend. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.